Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. All right, so we're back. We're going to talk about Megadeth. Full disclosure, was not a Megadeth fan until recently. Now I am. Uh, Growing up, it was all about punk, grunge, all that good stuff. Megadeth just wasn't my cup of tea, even though I liked Metallica. Did not like Megadeth. You, Neil, have been a Megadeth fan, I assume, since birth. <laughs> no, no. Um, I would say since around 2000. Okay. So what was the, what was the first album or song or Megadeth production that caught your ear? My... It's my metal dad, not the actual dad, but the guy who got me into heavier stuff was Dave Buckner, and he turned me on to Rust in Peace and Peace Cells, et cetera. Okay. P- pushing entry-level metal bands to me. How much do you like Megadeth? As of this recording, I still like them. Like, are, are they in your uh, upper thrash tier? Like, we haven't tiered the albums, but is Megadeth... Where's Megadeth rank on your thrash rankings? Like, are they truly one of the big four? Are they, how high do they rank in the big four or eight or 10 or whatever it is that you consider them? After the whole discography itself, I would say I wouldn't put them at the top. Okay. Not near, not. I'll say maybe two or three, but not the top. Okay. Who's the top? Probably Metallica. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that's. Really? I didn't think you liked Metallica enough to put them up there. I, I, I'm not saying I do. I'm just, I'm just saying it's like we, we, can get, we will get to that when we get through our tears and everything. Okay. All right. So here we go. I, I just put that there on accident. That's not exactly where we're at here. But we've got the tier rankings on YouTube. So if you want to watch the video version of the podcast and see the tiers live, let's get right into it. We won't talk about the new album yet but the new album is going to be included on the tier ranking and i'm eager to hear your thoughts but first and foremost we're just going to start at the very beginning and (laughs) killing is my business and business is good which was their first album in what i didn't put the years down but i'm sure we don't have to do that anyways first album killing is my business and business is good came out 85 that's what I wanted to say was 85, but I wasn't sure. Anyways, 85. Uh, I'll let you kick off thoughts. I don't know what kind of notes you have on this album, but I kind of, we talked a little bit about how we were going to do it, but I've got like song by song. I basically just gave it like, is a song solid? Okay. Is it right. a no for me? You know, do, doing the whole uh, Simon Cow thing. Like it's <laughs> it's a no for me. Or the Randy Jackson thing, like it's a no for me, dog. But uh, killing is my business. Business is good. Go ahead and, and run through your thoughts and give me your tier ranking, and then I'll follow. Um, my thoughts is, I mean, you had to give us some slack because of the fact that it wasn't eighty five, so I can't harp on the production too much. But to me, I couldn't really get past the drumming. It's just too much trash beats in every song. It's a little, to me, it's like it's the same beats constantly. Dave's vocals didn't sound great. I mean, they, they, they never do sound like perfect because they're Dave's vocals. And the production was yeah, the 85. Produ- the, the production was pretty, yeah, it's pre- it's pretty rough for me. Um, there's, I mean, giving them a pass on the production. There was some good riffs, riffs in, like, in, in Last Rites. I like that a lot. And the Sculpin' Skin is, it was good, too. And Roundhead is obviously good. But outside of that, I, I, don't, I don't feel need to ever go back to the album. No. It's, 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 um, I ain't saying it's bad, but I have no desire to ever listen to it again. Where would you put it? I would put it at a C tier currently. So, Killing is My Business and Business is Good in the C tier for Neil. Make sure I've got that right. Yes, C tier there. So, I've got... I, I'm not going to tier anything very high if there's not a, a great track on it or even a classic track, which right. I have some listed as classic. There's like track one and two and seven are pretty solid to me. Three, four, five, and six are okay. I didn't count the demos. I don't like demos unless it's like Beatles demos. Right. 
it's got to be something like it's got to be some kind of classic album or some kind of like all time great for me to give a shit about the demos of an album. So I didn't I didn't care about the demos on this, but there was only a few solid songs, some OKs and uh, a nope or two. It, it, to me, it's what you expect from a first album. It, it's good enough to be excited for like what they do from there. I mean, it got the attention of the record labels at least get them, uh, you know, a better production budget for the next few albums. Yeah. So as far as like you know, album one, Metallica versus Megadeth, like it's it's no contest. Uh, Megadeth just wasn't that good. Right. But I've got. I mean, look, I, I, but looking down the cross is a pretty cool song. But I, like I said, I just I had no desire to ever go back to it. I'm with you. I've got Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good also in the C tier. Now, as we go, uh, I, w- I will be up front. This album is going to get bumped farther back in the C tier. It's not the head of the C tier. <laughs> so it's it's back on the it's going to be on the back end of the C tier. So from there, we go to Peace Sells But Who's Buying. Neil, give me your complete thoughts on this album and where you would tear it. If you asked me maybe a month ago, my thoughts on this, I would have probably just told you straight S tier. Okay. But now not so much. Probably been a while since you heard it's it, been right? a, It's been a while. My taste has grown. It's been, it's been my, a while. Yeah, my taste has grown a lot since then. And obviously, I like Conjuring, Peace Cells is amazing. It's one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song from them. But the rest is just, it's, it's mediocre to me, hit or miss. Production did get better on this album. I mean, I'm still going to put an A tier just because of the songs I do love. I love a lot. But outside of that, just, the rest of the album didn't grab me. Is there anything on here that to you is like classic or great? or? I mean, Peace Cells and The Conjuring. Okay. So, And you said this is going in the A tier then? Correct. So Peace Cells, but who's buying A tier? That's pretty good for a second album to go from like right. a, a C tier album, in your opinion, to an A tier album. Not bad. Uh, Peace sells for me. I've got uh, th- this was a big improvement. I think the first three tracks are solid. Four and five I would consider great. I did not write track titles down. So Megadeth fans only here. I'm not going to explain every little bit of everything to you. But six was solid. Seven was okay. Eight was great. So I got three greats on this, and I don't give a shit about the demos. <laughs> but I think it's a massive, a massive improvement. Uh, with really nothing skippable, and I think that's kind of a glowing thing for some, you know, to have no skippable tracks whatsoever. And I bumped my mic, much like Neil. I do have peace cells in the A tier, so we're two for two here. <laughs> and 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 I'm not copying. I swear, I've got my right. list. I made uh, what probably a week ago is when I made this tier list. So on to album three. So far, so good. So what? And for this album, I was looking for the good. I couldn't find any. <laughs> so you're one. This is not an album that is like well beloved. It's it's uh, I think it following peace sells is a problem for this album. But go on. It's kind of like, it's kind of like to say let's just toss this out there to kind of you know, just jump onto the wagon at the time. But like to me, it's in D tier because I had no it's no redeeming qualities this album at all. D tier. Yeah. Harsh. All right. I've got... And to me, like, it actually took a step back in production for me. The production was a step back. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, I actually... This is kind of... Uh, I, I would almost call it one of my sleeper albums from them. I think uh, track one is solid. Track two, I think, is great. Uh, three, even though it's a cover, and I really don't like covers being pre- on I think, main I think, albums. I think it's pretty bad. I... I like it okay, right. but I also, I mean, any band that covers a punk song and, and keeps it somewhat true to form, I don't mind. So I, I did like the cover, surprisingly. Uh, tracks four and five are solid. Six was great to me, and seven or eight, seven and eight are solid. I think it's underrated. Uh, it's not peace sells for me, but that being said... It's close behind, so I've I've got so far so good. So what in the A tier? Maybe that's the new Megadeth fan in me. I don't know, right? But uh, for some reason or another, I actually highly enjoy this album. So 
Megadeth coming on strong for me as a, as a new fan. I know where this is going. Take us away on album four, which is Rust in Peace. It's a perfect album. It's, easy, it's, it's, it's an easy yes for me. To me, there's, there's no skippable songs on here. I love it. I love pretty much every song on here. So every song. Yeah, to me, it's classic. It's one, It's like one of the maybe, what, 20 albums that I can think of, maybe 20. I think every song's great. Easy enough. I'm close to that. Uh, Rust in Peace, I think track one and two are great. Three, four, five, and six are solid. Seven's great. Eight's okay. Nine is great. Ten is solid. And I do have this listed, at least in this listening adventure, this is the best so far. Like, Rust in Peace, best so far. And I did do this when I became, like, interested. And I don't even, I don't even remember why I wanted to listen to Megadeth. I don't, I really don't remember. Maybe, maybe it was the first track off the new album. Maybe it was We'll Be Back. I think like it might, I, I think it might have been before then. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was like in between dystopia and everything. I'm trying to remember, wouldn't that? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm trying to remember what made me listen to him in the first place. I know I was just looking for new music. I don't know what I started out on. To be honest, I have no idea what the hell I started out on. But <laughs> once I started, and I was like, okay, I do like these guys. After all, I was like, I'm gonna do the whole discography, like front to back, start to finish, and uh, even I as a amateur Megadeth fan realized Rest in Peace was like out of the first four it was just kind of where it's at so Rest in Peace is also in the S tier for me best so far not even close even though I really enjoyed uh, the the previous two albums they, they weren't they weren't Rest in Peace it's not even close I, I mean, Tornado Souls is so good I, I don't know it's, the album's so good it's a damn good album Album five, Countdown to Extinction. I think this is where my my new fandom is going to come into play. But take <laughs> take it away, take it away on uh, on that album. I have this ranked at A tier. It's probably my second favorite album of theirs. That's pretty glowing. That's solid. So well, it's ahead. You would bump uh, Peace Cells behind yes, it. Yes, then. yes. Okay, but because uh, this is my life, Countdown to Extinction, Symphony of Destruction. Archite- architecture of regression. There's so many bangers on this one. What what is everyone's problem with Symphony of Destruction? It, is kinda, it just it, their smells like Teen Spirit? Is that why yeah, people it's don't much, love it? Yeah, it's pretty much just overplayed. Because I, I, no matter how many times I listen to that song, I still love it. Right. Like I just think it's a badass classic. Like yeah, it's not the most thrash thing in the world, and it's not the heaviest thing they've ever done. But like on a pure song writing, just perspective, it's it's just. There's a reason it's like their most popular song, and that's 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 what I say about all bands. Like, there's a fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, that, that everyone loves these songs. Like that and, and Sweating Bullets, yeah, it's just, they were played to death. Which is kind of surprising because Sweating Bullets is a weird one. Mm-hmm. But do you? So, what, what's your? Do you have any like thoughts? What the best songs are? Is there any countdown? To, uh, countdown to Extinction is my favorite song on the album. I don't really think there's also not a dud format. I mean, I reserve S for like stuff i consider perfect yeah and it's not perfect because there's songs i you know i would not there's only songs on here i would actually skip because i'm happy listening to, every, to all of them but but i'm, I'm happy words at in a tier so did you say okay so you are keeping it in a yes. tier okay so me being the new megadeth guy uh i do have this as an s it is s tier for me um i love thrash and i appreciate rest in peace but uh, to at this point, Countdown to Extinction just is something a little bit different for me. So it is my top selection in the S tier, right ahead of Rust in Peace. Unpopular probably, but uh, I know there are some others that have it in that kind of uh, regard. Moving on, Countdown to Extinction. Next was Euthanasia. This one's interesting. I'll, I'll let you <laughs> take it away, but this, this, is in, this is an interesting album to me. Yeah, I have some personal friends who really enjoy this album, and I mean, I I like it to an extent, but for me, it'd be a distant C tier. Like I like Train to Consequence and maybe The Killing Road, but like, I mean, I can see myself coming back to the album, but it's it's like like I said, it's nothing special to me. It's just middle of the road, and they took a step back, in my opinion. 
any bangers on it at all? Yeah, any, anything? I, yeah, I trained the consequences I like a lot. Just that one? Yes. So I will take that. Euthanasia. So you said C, ahead of Killing Is My Business? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we've got that ahead of Killing Is My Business. Uh, for me, this this one's a mix. Uh, I think the first couple tracks are great. Uh, three is solid. Track four, I wish I probably need to have it up, but what is track four? Track four to me is a classic. Like it's, oh, it's up there for yeah. me. What it do you? Well, have? I, I, I don't. I don't want to butcher the name. Oh, a two Lamont. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it's slower and it's not thrashy, but to me, it's classic. Track five's okay. Six is solid. Seven, eight, nine are okay. Ten solid. Eleven's okay. Twelve is solid. There's a lot of okays on here. There's like five out of twelve. So basically. Almost half the album to me is just okay. It the whole album has a strong start. Then at uh, Elysian Fields, it gets tame. Mm -hmm. But the opening four, they go hard. Like you, yeah. if I bought this album on the day it came out, I'd be like, this, this is great. Mm -hmm. And then by the time it gets to close to the middle of the album, it just it falls off. Yeah, big time. Uh, overstays its welcome. It definitely overstays its welcome. And because of that, I have Euthanasia at B tier, which, you know, I like it. I don't love it, but it is it is strong enough for me to probably listen to every great once in a while. Now we have the, uh, the big turn, Cryptic Writings, which is album number seven. Take us away, Neil. I mean, I enjoyed Trust a lot, still do, even though it was, it was played heavily on the radio. How about the Spanish version? I didn't check it out. <laughs> it, if you shuffle Megadeth within the first 15 songs, that song comes on, and I'm with you. Like, I like Trust, but I'm, like, getting into it. It's, like, it's half English, and it's, like, it's Inglaho. And I'm, like, what? No, no. And then it never plays the original version until later on in the shuffle, which is extremely, extremely frustrating to me. But, but yeah, I love Mastermind. I love A Secret Place. I love She Wolf. I like Vortex. There's a lot of good songs on here. Surprisingly. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people hate on this a lot, but I think it's worth an A tier for me at the bottom. That's pretty high regard. Yeah. Bottom of A tier, right behind Peace Cells. Yeah. Uh, I, again, people are going to be like, why didn't this guy write the titles down? Because I'm going to admit something here. Song titles, I, I never, I never. It's rare for it's, a, it's rare for me. Like, like, even bands I listen to constantly nowadays, like bands I like. Like say Venom Prince, for example, I don't know a lot of the titles to them. It's a lot of work. It's, it's like it's just I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like I'm getting old. And my memory's not as great, but it's like yeah. it's just, it's, I don't know. It just times yeah. have changed. We don't sit there on our beds like we used to and just have our CD case in our hand, just reading everything. That's very true. And I and I don't really when I pull everything up on streaming, I don't stare at it. I put it right. on and I enjoy it. Like, like it I, sounds good. I add it to my playlist. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, it's like maybe I'll catch it, but I don't know. If somebody asked me to name ten songs, I'm sure I could, but I would <laughs> I, I would struggle. If they said you name five songs off cryptic uh, cryptic writings, I'd be yeah. like, nah, can't do it. Uh, for me, that this this album, it's it's another mixed bag for me. But overall, like I've got tracks one, three, four, five, six, seven, and twelve is solid. Track ten is a great one to me. That's one of the ones you named. And then there's uh, three OKs in there. But to me, the album definitely is better than it gets credit for. But it does also kind of have its dull spots, which is a lot of a lot of Megadeth albums kind of have those lulling moments. Like, they're not all good from start to finish. Like, there's, there's points where you just want to go back to Countdown or Rest in Peace. Yeah. But for me, Cryptic Writings slots in barely 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 behind euthanasia it's like a toss-up on the b tier for me album eight the best of the bunch i'm just gonna throw it out s tier all day long i'm mm -hmm. kidding risk take it away on risk being honest i didn't like a single song on here that's hardcore no i mean i, I really didn't like even when it comes to the first album i could see where it was going and like if it had better production it could have been good which I can like give them some like 
I can redeem him for that. But like with this album here, I didn't I didn't like it at all. I can see where the vitriol comes. It's a, a, it, it's a D tier for me, and it's probably last yeah, in the D tier. It is. Risk, you sucked. All right, risk for me. Uh, I've got the rare okay songs as tracks <laughs> one, nine, and twelve. <laughs> the rest are no's for me, except for track two, which I'm not sure what track two is on there. But I actually have that labeled Prince as of Darkness. Prince of Darkness was great, I think. Like I, I actually highly enjoyed Prince of Darkness, like a lot. Like I listened to it over and over. But it doesn't matter. That album is very much D tier for me. <laughs> it's just D for dump. D for dump. It's <laughs> it's just not good. There's nothing good about it except for one song for me. And the rest of it is is barely listenable actually mostly not listenable so won't spend too much time on that one Tri album nine the world needs a hero to me they're getting into dad rock territory on this album um i thought i liked moto psycho back in the day but once i listen to it again i, I can't get into oh, that song cheesy. it's really bad and also like return to the return to hanger that's like as cringe as cringe as cringe could get that that was definitely a ploy. That was they were trying yeah, to trying to sell just, some albums there. On this, I like promises. It was it was pretty good, but outside of that, I just this that's about the only song I added to my, any type of playlist I have. Um, I wouldn't say it's like D tier worthy, it's, but it is on the back end of C for me, and I doubt I'd ever go to it again. Considering I like maybe one song really well. So you've got that ahead of so far so good. So what? Yes. Back end. Of the C tier it goes. The album covers cringe as shit too. <laughs> Super freaking cringe. <laughs> this for me was one slight, slight, slight step above risk. And that is only because I have some more okays on it. Like they're starting to head back in the right direction. The drum sound is terrible. Yeah. I, the I drums agree. are are just god awful on this album. And the whole album to me is is weak as shit. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's very watered down. Yeah, and I've so it's good enough for me to put ahead of risk, <laughs> but it is not <laughs> by much. Album ten, the system has failed. It's a long journey for all these albums. It was it was kind of rough. The middle is really rough with me. Yeah, it, it was really rough. I liked man. It's it, like. Kick the Chair was good. I, I liked Truth Be Told and Tears in the Vial is the, the banger on this album. But it's like a lot of their albums as of recent, it's it's very hit or miss. Man. It's, Are you struggling with putting it where you originally had it tier wise or no? I, I, I didn't throw it on C and put so far so good so wide on D. Okay. So, so this al is this album. The system has failed. Is it the end of C? At the end of C, yes. Okay. So it's behind it, the world it, needs a hero. Yeah. All right. I've got the system has failed. Kind of, man, it's it's like it's like you hit this spot with risk on album eight, which is smack dab in the middle of their discography right now. Yep. And it's like the lowest of the low. You know, it, it's it, and then it it's like the slowest rise ever. From risk to just if risk is like a one, then the world needs a hero is a one point five. Right, yeah. Which means the system has failed is like maybe a two point five. Maybe it's a whole maybe it's a whole percentage point above. I'm not sure. For me, uh it is squarely at the end of C tier. Only because uh the like it is mostly at least listenable like i'm not turning it off immediately i can listen to it there's just not much joy to be had so back into c tier and really it would probably be d tier if i didn't see it as considerably better than risk and the world needs a hero like to me it's at least considerably better but not enough to yeah, not not enough to go any higher than the very back end. It's the C minus of C minuses for me. <laughs> Just kind of weak. Album eleven, United Abominations. Take it away. 
it's about as cringe as, as cringe can get. It's, it's almost like Five Finger Death Punch was involved in this album. Oh God! It's all the politically driven lyrics and everything. I mean, Gears of War ain't bad, but once it, it seems like it's cringy moments. Like the, even like the titles, like Washington is next. And it's just like, well, the America stand. Yeah. It's like it's just, it's too much for me. Your dad, <laughs> your dad's good. It, it's to me, it's just not good. Like I have no desire to ever get back to this. That's why I'm having this. That's why I'm having this realization to to this whole journey. It's like I it just to me that was not good. Yeah. It's a D for me. But below so far so good so what? Below so far so good yes. so what? Okay. United Abominations. At least it's ahead of risk. I mean that's all. That's glowing. That's a glowing statement. Okay. The, again, might be the new Megadeth fan coming out in me, but. I thought track one was great, and then I have solid all the way through eight, and nine's okay, ten's okay, eleven's okay. To me, I kind of thought it was a pretty rocking album, but I will also admit, uh, growing up as a punk listening kid, uh, political, you know, political fucking anthems, you know, against politics, resonate with me a little more than most. It, it, it depends on how it's delivered. This is like really ham fisted. I just I don't it know. is it is. It's like you know we've got all the answers and no one else does. It's a little cocky, you know. It's a little silly, but uh, it, it was enough for me to at least get into. I think uh, Sleepwalker was the song that was great for me, which was the opening track. Nothing else pushes great. It's all just kind of okay or solid. But but maybe maybe for me, uh, no skippables. Maybe. Like, it's at least decent enough to me to not be skippable. So I have this at the back end of my B tier ahead of Killing Is My Business and uh, the system has failed us. I, I at least thought of it a little higher than that. So right behind Cryptic Writings for me. I, I kind of like this mm -hmm. one, too, a little bit. So next album is Endgame. This, I think this is one of the first things I listened to. Uh, my buddy Lawrence, who we've been talking, you know, metal with and, and music with, he told me to listen to Endgame. He usually, he, he's always, he always has one of those albums that's like kind of newer, but still five or six years old yeah. that he loves. And this was no different. He kind of pushed that one on me. I'll let you take it away and then I'll give my thoughts on Endgame. They started to improve on this album a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, this daily fight was good. I liked I like bite the I like bite the hand I like bodies and game of solid head crushers okay head crusher head crusher <laughs> yeah I, it, it's kind of corny but I like I don't know but there's a lot of corny yeah corny stuff but it, to me this one's a B tier for me I really enjoyed it like that yeah all right so Neil's finally at, Megadeth has made it out of Neil's doghouse at this point. yeah deeper doghouse that's right uh, for me track one's great. And then a whole shitload of solids all the way till nine, which is a great song again. And then two more solids. Uh, I don't, not a song less than solid on this. To me, this was uh, at this point in the listening, this was a triumph not seen since extinction for me. I yeah. thought, I thought in game was like kind of, you know, Megadeth is back for me kind of thing, at least in my, my less years of listening, not even a year. And I do like this enough, like that I am I am sticking in a nest here behind Rust in Peace. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty I'm pretty high on this album, but I am I am notorious for seeing some newer albums out of long discographies as being really good if if it earns it for me. Like I've listened to this album countless times, honestly. Yeah. Like I probably a solid twenty times since I started listening to Megadeth consistently this album i keep going back to it every you know way more often than than most so i know when we was when i was in the preparation for this this is the album other than the new one that i i, I think i ran it back four times yeah yeah it's pretty good yeah you start it and it's like you know you, you kind of want to keep hearing it it's just it's got a different kind of heavy on it and it, it you can tell that they weren't going to fuck around anymore with with the sounds that came from uh, the system has failed and the world needs a hero like they you know they were at least going to to try to fucking rage again a little bit album 13 aptly titled 13 which i think is what black sabbath did too right <laughs> that's 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 yeah that's great album 13 give us give us the thoughts i, I want to have uh, 
I want my tier list to be diversified, but it's like they took a step back on this album. Yeah, we the people, like, come on, get better titles. They like, stop, man. They be better than this. But it's pretty bad. New World Order. Like, it's like, I don't know. But either way, I like Record. I like Daily Nightshade. Never Dead's okay. Outside of that, I'm not impressed by anything on here. I had no desire to go back to this album at all. But it's, it's not D tier, but it had to be on the back end to see. Let's see what I got. Let's see. Is it on the very back end? So you've got uh, the system has failed and. Uh hero as the final yeah, couple I put, there. I put it above hero there above hero so it's smack dab in the middle so business yeah. kills is better than 13 yeah 13 for me a uh, lot of okays some nopes <laughs> uh track two solid eight and nine solid 12 is solid that's that's about the best there is on here for me so there's four songs that i considered solid and to mimic your words my notes say step back here uh it feels too common like too riffy the riffs are real common. They're not imaginative at all. They're real samey. Uh, it just it felt uninspired. It, it just felt like you know in, they brought it all in Endgame, and this was like an album of B sides <laughs> from United Abominations. Maybe it's like Ayla just tossed this out there. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like thirteen. We need a cool cover, and uh, <laughs> you know whether let's let's name it something that has to do with how many albums we've released, and no, no, no. So I've got 13. Uh, also, right behind Killing is My Business and Business is Good. And right ahead of The System Has Failed. So mine's looking really similar to yours in the C tier right now. You got the middle of your albums, Business is Good, 13, Hero. Oh, I got Hero lower, but still. My three C tier albums are in your C tier as well, so at least, at least I feel like I'm getting something right compared to a long term Megadeth fan. Album fourteen, Super Collider. I'm kind of eager to talk about this one. It's the worst album. Oh my god! Uh, by by a wide margin, this is about it's the other songs. Like I say, like there is no skippable songs. This one, I was actively skipping songs. Yeah, it's like uh, which is wrong for review purposes. Uh, us going through our journey here, but like there's nothing good on here. Like it's just, it. This is like how I spoke on Dad Rock earlier. Earlier, this is Dad Rock. It's 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 at like the very back end of D for me. I can't I can't do it. Worse than Risk. Yes. Well, you did just say their worst album, so worse than Risk it is. All right, Megadeth fans, you can hate me all you want. Uh, I listened to this album the first time going through the discography, and I was like, nope, just nope. I started listening closer to every album. Headphones, car cranked up whole nine yards and super collider kind of turned around for me i thought track one was great two is a hard no <laughs> track three was just okay track four i thought was great five six and seven solid track eight there's a lot of eight and nine are big no's Big radio, big dad rock sound. Yeah. Like I, I heard what you're hearing at least on those two tracks, and and there's like some kind of fucking Bon Jovi thing going on with this album. <laughs> like it's all the same. My name is Dave Mustaine. Yeah. <sighs> really, really got bad at the end, but it finished up okay with ten and eleven being solid and okay. I kind of got it as a surprise. I don't know if I was just digging the music. I, I'll put this out there too. Not a lyrics guy. Uh, even if the lyrics are super cheesy, they got to be pretty cringe for me to notice them as cheesy. So, like vocals, I'll quote a dude I know, Bandrew, who who's a you know a big time YouTuber for reviewing microphones. He made a comment on one of his videos that's like, as far as lyrics are concerned, what are you gonna hear that's fresh and new and never been said before? Yeah, everything's been said before. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's all been said before. So I don't really put much stock in lyrics. I don't really care if they're cringe unless they are just outright in your face cringy as shit. And I know there was some cringe moments here, but musically, thought there was some pretty pretty solid moments here. So I have Super Collider, which is this is still not super glowing. Um but I have it at the top of C tier. So ahead of business 
is Super Collider. I at least enjoyed the riffage and the music and the production value enough to, uh, you know, to, to put it ahead of the albums I'll never go back to. Because I'll never go back to any business, 13, The System, Hero, and Risk. I probably will never go back to any of those again. Right. But Super Collider, I may go back to for like three, four songs that I thought were pretty solid jams. So that's where I'm that's where I'm at on Super Collider. And I know everyone else fucking hates that album <laughs> with a passion. But on to album 15, Dystopia, we go. Uh, this sounds great. The addition of Kiko guitar really shown on this one. They only had Adler for just one album, but he was a good one here too. But like Dystopia is a great song. Poison in the Shadows is my favorite song on this album. Is I know what I know. I was gonna say I reserved like S being for great, but I, I think it's an S tier for me. That's pretty. Those pretty big words. So right behind Rust yes, in Peace. Uh, nothing beats for us. Nice. See, I I like that. Because I'm 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 with you, uh, dystopia. Every single song. I don't think there's any greats on it, but there's not yeah, a song. on I think here. dystopia is great. I don't dystopia know. is real close. Yeah. Maybe if I went back today and did it again, maybe I'd I'd call dystopia great. But every single song, solid front to back. Like to me, it's just a joy to listen to from track yep. one all the way through. A lot of people say that. Uh, the the vocals are just terrible here. Dave Mustaine's vocals are always terrible. I can see like like Dave does sound different on there. I mean, but like to me, it sounds to me it sounds pretty good because they sound pretty harsh. I don't know. I like them. Yeah, I I mean they're definitely harsher, raspier, right. deeper, all that good stuff. But yeah, I got Dystopia in the S tier, right behind Rust. I, it's it's just a banger to me, and yep. it's heavy as fuck. It's it's like. It's got a darker heavy to it. Yeah, I was, it's I was it's less thrash uh, and more just metal. Yeah, I was listening to it on the way here. That's why I was listening to it in the car when I pulled up. It's a good fucking album. Yeah. Now that we're almost 40 minutes into this, we get to talk about the new album. Right. And the new album, uh, I think I I have some more detailed thoughts and notes. I did not write the songs down again. I need to just fucking not be lazy and do that. But The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead, don't just give me your thoughts. Let's go... Let's actually go song through song here right. and kind of just talk about it a little bit. Cause this, I was pumped. Like I, I was extremely pumped off the, the first three singles, uh, first couple singles that came out, I thought were great soldier on. I thought was like, uh, this is obviously a, a notch below the, the first two tracks that came out, but I still thought it was really good. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what you thought about the singles when they came out. If you were excited about the album, don't give me the whole <laughs> shebang a bang. But but let's let's slow let's slow into it a little bit. Are you, are you speaking on the singles themselves? Because you can. I mean, I, if yeah. you want to talk, like I, I feel like I was so excited about this album because the first track come out. I listened to it. I'm like fucking banger. So let's. I'll just lead the way. Then we'll be back. What did you think about? We'll be back when they released it. Great song. It's a fucking great song. Yes, the it it pretty it rips pretty you know heavily like um. Dave solo work and Kiko solo work on it was pretty solid. I loved it. It was, I it, it instantly gave me hopes that this was going to be an S tier album. I was I was really really high on this coming out, like pumped. Night Stalkers, the next single to come out with Ice T, something caliber bullets, <laughs> bitch ass. Like I enjoyed the song a lot. I did too. Yeah, it's, it's gas. I can see it's. It's added on my playlist. It is. It's yep. a, it's it's a fucking jam. The iced tea part's a little cheesy, a little corny, but uh, it's it's okay. I like iced tea. Like I like hearing iced tea talk. I like hearing iced tea sing. I like hearing iced tea rap. Yeah, I like so that's fine tea. with it. I was pumped. Uh, then then Soldier On came out. What did you think about Soldier On when that single released? I was a big one before, but I I threw it out because I I think I've listened to this album close to maybe it might be close to ten times now. I think okay. It got better. I, I enjoy it. It's kind of cringe, like I said. It's got the. I'm, I don't. Maybe I'm just not. Maybe I'm just not a big political Eric guy. You talking album or Soldier On? Soldier On. Okay. But yeah, but I do like the song, right? Okay. I don't hate. I don't hate it. Now, go through the songs and give me your high points, low points, and uh, wait. Wait till you've talked about each of them, and, and then give me your your just roundabout thoughts and opinion. I mean, the intro track is fine. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't grab me. Life is life in hell is good. Dogs of Chernobyl. I I, I like 
I like pretty much the whole song outside of the co- the chorus. Yeah, the chorus like it does it doesn't grab me, but the rest of it has enough redeeming qualities where I enjoy it. Um, sacrifices was good. Junkie, I don't like. I don't like that. It's I can see where somebody might like it, but I don't like that subject matter. Being, right. being being around it, I don't I don't I don't care to hear about it. Was it psychopathy or psychopathy? Either way. Either way. Either way. I did enjoy that. Killing Time was really really good. Soldier on we already spoke on. Slebby Taunt has some of the best musicianship in, on the whole album. Yep. Mission to Mars was really. It, it might be my second favorite song on the album, but like it, even though like the I wanna, I wanna wanna part is kind of like it's also kind of cringy. <laughs> yeah, that's just making it. Yeah. I think, at this point, like there's like, just cringe moments there. But I, I did enjoy that, and of course we'll be we'll be back. I absolutely loved, and I don't even count the last two cover songs. I, I don't count covers. Why do they? I just want to know why they do this. I just. I don't. I don't understand why they do it. Well, for one, it, it kind of inter- interrupts the flow for me because, like, we'll be back being at the end. It's like, hey, guys, we'll be back. Yeah. And then, then like, and then we'll, like, let's add covers. Some, yeah, we'll be back with covers. <laughs> let's add some more covers to it. Yeah, we're gonna do "Hurt" by uh, Nine Inch Nails on the next <laughs> album uh, to open up because we'll be back. So, over overall thoughts on the album? I really loved it. Okay, I, I think it's really good. That's good because, yeah. like I said, our, our friend Lawrence absolutely hates it. Said he won't I, even go back. I, I don't to get it. it. Like outside of like um, Freeman, Min, uh, you know, Nick and Ellison on the Rust days and all that, it, it hasn't gotten better for me. It sounds, I, I love it. I think it sounds really, really good. That's good because uh, I mean, a lot of people had high hopes for it, including me. And I and I I will admit, the first time I listened to the album, I was just a, I was a little bit disappointed. I was one of your butt ends, so I, I didn't want to judge it too bad. Yeah. So I, I, had, I had to go back. Uh, that's why I went back so many times. My issue at first was kind of the same issue that plagues a shitload of bands. You uh, you, rele- you release a couple of the best tracks off the whole album of singles, which is what bands do. I mean, that's that's the thing. I get it. But at the same time, it's like we don't buy albums anymore. Maybe Maybe vinyl. Yeah. But most people are going to listen to the album on streaming before they buy it on vinyl. That's just the that's just the that, truth. That, that's a whole other story. But with them, yes. But anymore, you kind of have to buy a vinyl with, with this like guessing that it'll be good or or you'll miss out. Right. Yeah. Right. But most people, including me, I was like, I'm going to listen to this thing all the way yep. through, and if I like it enough to go buy the record, I'll go buy the record. But uh. So the first listen, I was I was just kind of disappointed because when you come out with "We'll Be Back" and "Night Stalkers" and even "Soldier On" to a point, I'm like, this whole album's just gonna be fucking thrashed from top to bottom. Yeah, I was like, and, and it's not. I no, mean, it, no. it's it's good. There's thrash, there's metal, there's different elements, but it it just it it had me tricked for a minute, and maybe I watched too many or read too many interviews about Dave Mustaine saying he has targets with this album. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was coming for slayer and metallica with just the most balls out fast fucking thrash album we've ever heard since rust in peace you know that's just what i expected so first couple listens i was like i don't know about this but then i had to dial it back a little bit i was like this isn't the same band that did rust in peace these guys are old you know dave's 60 so taking that into consideration and like putting the headphones on putting it on in the car i i i i think the more i listen to it the more i'm gonna like it but currently where i'm at like i like it quite a bit like i don't i don't think it's a disappointment i think i was just my hopes were too high it's like somebody telling you like oh man go see this movie go see this movie go see this movie and then you go see the movie it's like man what the fuck why do you tell (laughs) me it was like the best thing of all time when it's just simply good so i was expecting uh something way better than dystopia based off the first two tracks and i love dystopia and i was just a little let down at first but i'm pretty positive that this will grow on me each time i listen to it uh for me i have this album right behind Endgame currently so but in the a tier not in the s tier so i've got it a tier right ahead of peace cells right behind Endgame. i think as i listen to it more it could who who knows? It might jump up later. Right. But currently, it's a tier for me. What tier did you say you had it in? For me, well, since I'm you had time to you know ponder on this, uh, I w- I would probably move Cryptic down to to the next tier down to B, and I would put the new album after Countdown. 
Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Well, that's 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 mostly interesting because your your top four albums are Rust, Dystopia, Countdown, and the new one. Yep. And the new one comes in right at five for me. Endgame's still ahead of it just a tiny bit, and then Endgame's a little after it for you. But I think I think that's pretty. That's kind of a success if you look at the whole discography and their last two and what last three out of five are either a or s so i mean i think you could almost call this kind of a career resurgence yeah that's why that's why i don't have them as we spoke on earlier earlier as why i don't have them as like the number one thrash band because across all these albums it, it, like as much as I, don't, as I don't really like all of the metallic, metallic material they really they really only had like really one terrible album Everything's been at least somewhat good. Which all oh, saying anchor. <laughs> yeah, I I had to think about it for a second. I was like, which album Lulu, was terrible? All that stuff, but like, other, but can't count that. I wouldn't count that as a metallic album, right? No, since but, it's them and and fucking dude from Velvet, whatever underground. Yeah, but but either way, like the their whole discography as a whole was better. As far as like if you consistency, like, like, consistency, consistency wise, yeah, like yeah, Metallica has like they're good song. I don't know. I like I obviously like Megadeth better, but I can't say they're better. As Metallica's like whole discography goes. Yeah, well, since we're on that topic though, like quickly, do you, what? I mean, what? How do you feel about Hardwired and Death Magnetic? They they both had redeeming qualities. I thought they were okay. Yeah, they're not terrible. Like some like some of these albums on here, I, just, I think are unlistenable. That's now. true. That's true, but okay. And then what? What if we factor in how many al- albums has Metallica re- released? I'm not really sure offhand, but it's. it's I gotta look yeah. now, because we got sixteen versus. They have to be past the ten mark, I would think. I think so. Okay, Hardwired's the newest, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. I think it's ten. So, Megadeth has released more. And to be fair, because Megadeth's pretty much an album every two years. Yeah. And to be fair, there's a lot. Looking at our tier list, there's a lot on the bottom. Like there's there's a considerable amount in right. C and D. Whereas Metallica, I almost want to pull up a tier list and rank <laughs> those Metallica albums. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the consistency of the albums are are better for Metallica. I think like song per song, like if I had to pick my, let's call it top twenty five songs from each band. Oh yeah, yeah. I would enjoy the Megadeth yeah. collection more. Even like I didn't even say it's like even as far as like five songs, but, or about like it's just like the, the collection as a whole. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there because as a whole, Metallica's discography is stronger. Uh, but where Megadeth has released a lot more, I think they've <laughs> yeah. got more true bangers than Metallica does. Yeah, and yeah, I to and to add to what I asked you, I, I Death Magnetic is up there for me. I love that album. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I think it's really, really, really good. Saint Anger was trash. <laughs> uh, the Load and Reload. We've had this conversation. Yeah. I think those albums are actually really good rock albums. They're yeah. not thrash albums, but they're really good rock albums. So. I don't know. This was this was definitely eye opening for me at the least. Is it, I, it is also beca- it was starting to become a struggle there at that one at that one midway mark. The midway point was hard <laughs> as hell. Like like this, the midway point is. I, there's a lot of shit that I don't even like that I would rather listen to <laughs> yeah. than the albums I have in D, and there's four albums: Thirteen, The System, Hero, and Risk. I don't want to hear them again. I have no interest. I don't like I would choose any new release like that comes out that I might be half interested in. Like when Bush releases an album right. in a month or two and I like, you know, even if that album sucks, I I'm pretty positive. I, I would rather listen to the Bush album again than go back <laughs> to one of those four albums. again. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like it is pretty bad at the bottom for this band, but at the top pretty badass yeah i agree like it's you know s and a tier and even b tier honestly especially your s a and b tier 
strong as hell. Yeah. Like completely strong. Uh I think the only difference in the whole thing is uh yeah. Yeah, where we where we really go astray a little bit is so far so good, so what? We have completely opposite opinions there. And uh fuck whatever that album is with the angel on it, I already forgot. <laughs> fuck whatever that is. Fuck's that called? Abominations. Yeah. United Abominations. We're we're very far apart there, but at, besides that, we're we're pretty close. So at least we have a pretty good common knowledge of what we think is uh, the best Megadeth albums. Do you think they'll do a seventeenth? Oh, I'm sure they will. Think so? Yeah, all all they survive to hit the, hit the, in the, two the, in yeah. two years probably. Yeah. yeah, about a year, fourteen months or so. I think it would be fun if they just did two more albums, and the next one was just the dying and the dead, <laughs> and the last one was the dead. But how, yeah, we spoke on it last week about the fact that like how we said. They were touring a five finger death punch. Does it make sense now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really sad to hear that my <laughs> my son is going to watch them live. Mm. Five finger death yeah. punch. But he's he's nineteen. He'll be twenty in a few months, so it kinda makes sense. I'm gonna read some comments. Uh Big Duck Energy, buddy of mine from uh, our microphone Discord server. Says my favorite Metallica albums had Dave Mustaine on them, so I might rank Megadeth ahead of them. Uh, Dave's fighting throat cancer. I thought he was done with that. Isn't he done with that? I think he. I think he beat it. Yeah, I think he beat it too. I think that was that was probably the whole reason he sounded that way on Dystopia, right? right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he beat it as well. Uh, I like the lyrics that make me think. I don't have a preference, but I feel if you can't at least put together some decent lyrics, then you should leave it instrumental. Eh, I don't know, man. To me, to me, the voice is an instrument. Well, I, I, look, I, I look at the voice as more of an instrument. Like I said, I, I, can, I can't hate on the whole. I, mean, I guess it's hypocrisy comes from me, like how like I have tender bitching about the lyrics, but yeah, I like death metal. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of hypocrisy. But if I can understand it, and it's, and it's cringe to me. Yeah, like, to, but yeah, to me, it's like it's just an instrument. Like you know, uh, I I can listen to. I'm trying to think of like an excellent singer that I don't actually like their music, like like maybe a Beyonce. Mm. Like if Beyonce wanted to come out and belt one out, D- Demi Lovato's a good... Like there was a Grammy performance by Demi Lovato that we yeah. watched on a reaction video. It blew me away because the, the, the voice as an instrument was fantastic. I didn't give a shit about what she was singing about <laughs> yeah. or the lyrics. It was the, the voice being an instrument for me, so... Yeah, I I don't care what all Dave has to say as long as his voice complements the instrumentation. As long as it's not outwardly cringy, like Nickelback or Smash Mouth, you know, <laughs> lyrics that you just think of and be like, what the fuck? Why are they singing right. about yeah, this that? Being, yeah, this being ham-fisted right or ham-fisted left, it doesn't matter what way you're going, is this, is this too much? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It was it was a good experience for me. I'm definitely going to listen to that last album a few more times, probably recently. I'm just all over the place right now with this new metal obsession. Like I can't, I just can't chill out and calm down. I, I'm bouncing around like crazy. <laughs> like I'll, I'll listen to Gamma Bomb a ton, Spirit Adrift a ton, Lich King a ton. Uh, I still love Warbringer a lot. Like I'm just I'm just everywhere. I'm just looking for new, new heavy shit that I will like. You got you have to get to the point now where you have to start taking notes on stuff like because I, I I will find something that I love and then forget about it. There's a lot. Yeah, I'm like man, I haven't taken screenshots of stuff so I know to go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to, I, and I do try. Like I add shit to uh, you know subscriptions and playlists and all that, and then I'll just go through that and I'll scroll and I'll be like, oh yeah, I want to listen to them. But man, there's uh like I was thinking about it while mowing grass today. Like when I was younger, it was I was just all about punk, anything punk, any obscure like fucking bands no one's ever heard of. Like yeah. I just listened to punk. I wanted to listen to fast music. Now fast forward twenty years, I still want to listen to fast music, and I want it harder. And it turns out that like metal, even though it's a huge fucking convoluted genre of subgenres and like that is there is so much in there that i can find to like like if i was to listen to punk bands from the last 10 years 
one out of 20 I might actually enjoy. Right. But with all the stuff you have listened to for years and Lawrence have listened to for years, like it's like half. Like everything I listen to, like 50% of it I can I can listen to again. Yeah, I listen to it like it's my job. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Like I that's why I started that little three-way conversation. Yeah. I was like, you know, between these two, I'm going to find shit that I want to listen to all the time. I'm not the best at articulating the way I feel about certain stuff, but I'm not either because I I'm don't not, know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, the, I'm not a fan of Tano or anybody. Like, I'm not. I'm not great at. I'm not great at reviewing stuff, but I just know when I like something. I yeah, like yeah, that's me, and that's what Lawrence keeps saying. Like, dude, I can't figure you out. Like, yeah. why do you like this band and not that band and this band and not that band? I'm like, I don't know because I, I don't follow a line or a path. Like, it's got to be the music has to be great. The vocals have to be at least tolerable. Lyrics, I don't give a fuck about. But I mean, every everything has to like work for me. And if there's one thing out of place, like if there's too much Ronnie James Dio, yeah. If, which, to his credit, he's like, "How the fuck do you like Gamma Bomb?" Because that guy's always like, meh, meh. <laughs> but it's it's more satirey when he does it. Yeah, it's like not serious when that guy sings that way. So it doesn't bother me. And then some screaming, like borderline growling, doesn't bother me. And some, I'm like, I can't do this. The shit that's indecipherable, I can't do. But I have found myself coming to almost indecipherable and still yeah. being able to like it. So, I don't know. It's a journey. I don't even know what to do next, but I, I kind of want to yeah. do another band that falls in line with that. I don't want to turn around and be like, let's do Celine Dion, Neil. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any any ideas, thoughts, bands, like the you you someone you haven't dove into that hard? I know you dive into almost everyone hard. <laughs> Yeah, there's stuff out there I could that I could think about right offhand. But yeah, there's a, there's a good bit that I still need to dive into. But I don't know if it's gonna be another well, seventy five album journey I just had with Megadeth. That was a lot. Yeah, it was rough. I was Six, like sixteen's a lot. Yeah, I was like, geez, man. Yeah, that's hard. That that's why this podcast has never done the Who or <laughs> you know the bands with sixteen twenty albums. I like it's fucking hard. The only reason this one was even doable is because i felt like i had to right yeah, it's good for me to go back and listen to it like especially like if you give yourself a decade or more and your music cha music taste changes it, it's it's worthwhile to go back yeah because a lot of stuff changes like like there's a lot there's a lot of stuff i used to hate and i love because like i said my music, music my music taste has changed well and i i think you nailed it like the best example is moto psycho yeah i think that song sucks ass yeah it's really bad but reading through like but yeah, I like high speed dirt on countdown. I think that's yeah. awesome, and it's still not. It's still not like it's kind of like in the same realm of like. But either way, it's done better. Yeah, but I. I mean, I, I read a lot and looked up a lot, and like Moto Psycho was like praised from that album. <laughs> and I listened to it. I'm like, fuck that. Like, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. Some you know, it, it's just tastes truly do change a lot over time. Mm. And again. Some of these albums, man. The world needs a hero. I, I struggled so bad listening to that, and then when I got to risk, I was like, I don't actually have to listen to all of this. <laughs> I can literally skip through, skim through, kind of do a little, and I did because I had I had listened to it all the way through, paying attention like weeks ago, and was like, this is pure trash. Yeah. And then going through it again, I was like, I I know that I can skim through twenty five seconds at a time, and if I'm not hearing any changes. A, so a song off risk isn't going to change midway through the song and then win me over. Even, it's just even, not. even with the banging solo, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just purely terrible. But that's it. That's the Megadeth review. All the albums tiered. Hopefully, they're visible on this screen. Like, I can tell what they are. <laughs> but hopefully, on your phones, tap, tablets, and such, it's much more readable than that. I think I messed it up too because I think I uh, had it more here, maybe. Yep. And then there. That's okay. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll bow out on this one. We'll try to think of what's next. If you have any suggestions, just comment on the YouTube video and what we should listen to next. Especially if it's metal, there's got to be metal we haven't like even that even you haven't come across yeah, yet. I mean, there might be stuff I, that I may have seen but not dove into. So yeah, you never know. Can't listen to it all. Like, no, unless, no. Unless you've pulled up a like metal bands on ranker and went all the way to the end <laughs> right i don't know how yeah. far that would go back but that's one way to do it i guess but we'll we'll figure out what's next and come back mega death 
Good on you releasing a good album this late in your career. Yep. Fucking 60-year-olds releasing a banger. <laughs> good times. We'll see you next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 